Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This episode is brought to you by Chernobyl on HBO. The limited series was hailed by critics as powerful and haunting, truly excellent television, and as chilling as it is essential. 19 Emmy nominations, including Outstanding Limited Series. Visit hbo.com FYC for more on Chernobyl. Welcome back to Screen Talk Emmy Edition. I was away on vacation, uh, but uh, back into the fray uh, just as we get started. I'm Ann Thompson, and joined by Libby Hill, our fabulous awards expert, who I will be querying today, as usual. Emmy voting is opening. Is that what's going on? That is. We are mere days away from the opening of the Emmy's final voting period. Thursday, August 15th is when the polls open to run for two weeks so people can lodge their vote for the Emmy winners. Which is why the campaigning has returned in full force. They are not kidding around at this point. The FYC events are out in full force. As you said, interview requests are going out. Everyone wants to put their best foot forward. They want their candidates out there on the the front page. They want you, the illustrious Emmy voter, to vote for their people. Yeah, and it's a a very crowded field. So let's look at uh, comedies today. Um, It's going to be a very competitive race, I think. Um, But maybe you can argue with me. And by the way, I want to commend you uh, on your video launch. That was fun. I'm on vacation. I'm in Maine, you know, dozing around. And there's uh, Ben Travers and Libby Hill on on camera looking good. Yeah, we we have started recording some videos and and giving our picks on the Emmys as as we are entering the voting period. It's a little fun we're having. We're taking advantage of IndieWire's new and improved video capabilities. And uh, we love it. Um, so and there's going to be more? There are going to be more. We are rolling them out and uh, slowly, but surely. And uh, we're hoping to expand them as we go. And I know that we're looking to expand our video coverage in your area, which is on, on site at the film festivals as well. Yes, uh, Toronto. Which I'm is just around the corner. That. Yep, back back behind the video camera. Back uh, in the cell. Not literally. Someone else is behind <laughs> the camera. Um, but I, I, it'll be fun to get back. I like doing video. It's a very specific skill set, and it's fun because you have people on the spot. Oh, yeah. And you can get them to answer things. That's oh, the yeah. trick. Absolutely. They're sort of forced to answer you. If you're in a text situation, oh, they can defer. They can prevaricate. But Absolutely. on camera, it's a different thing. It's Johnny on the spot. So now I get to put you on the spot. But there's also a new series that just opened 
again came it back. Is. Succession is back. It is. Succession How do you think is it's back going? and better than ever. I mean, I, I wouldn't even say that. It's it's continuing as it it went out very high in season one. The reason I thought we should talk about Succession for a minute, even though we aren't talking about drama today, is just how these season two releases can affect the buzz cycle for an Emmy-nominated show. We used to see that a lot with, here's a great example that, that does fit into comedy. Um, when Glow was facing, when Glow had its nominations for its first season, uh, its second season came out during the voting period oh, for the Emmys. that an enormous boost exactly. of publicity and awareness. So here we have Succession, which critics love, on HBO, nominated in drama series, um, probably, to me, the strongest contender to unseat Game of Thrones, even though nothing is unseating Game of Thrones. But it's such a it's such a, a great blend of of publicity cycles to have Succession season two coming out just as Phase two voting is opening for the Emmys. I guess the natural question is if you have a boost from Succession coming back with season two in the middle of Emmy season, who's the who gets to benefit? They didn't even nominate the guy everyone's talking about, Matthew McFadden, my fave. It is it is very curious how poorly the show did do in the acting categories. I really thought it, it's shocking to me that This Is Us would have two actors in drama actor, but it's also it's also possible that they didn't submit well. I know that they submitted both Brian Cox and Jeremy Strong in lead, uh, which seems like a very natural clash. It is shocking to me that Matthew McFadden didn't get in. I don't know why they didn't break through there. My thought is that as far as directing goes, you would maybe see it, or as far as succession goes, you would maybe see it breaking in and directing uh, where it was, where Adam McKay was nominated for the There's pilot. There's the way to go. So you're 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 celebrating someone who has made his mark in film and television. The problem there is he's going up against Game of Thrones final season. Um, writing, you're in the same position. They it was the finale they were nominated for, and while I wouldn't say Game of Thrones gets nominated on its finale, there are there are stronger contenders there. So it's one of those weird situations where if it wasn't if it wasn't going to win writing or directing, I would say it would win series. But without the acting support, it probably it isn't. It doesn't look strong. But again, but next this season, is a boost. This exactly. Is a boost. All right. So I, I think that there are a lot of fun areas to get into. Uh, we're going to look at comedy series writing and directing. And I'm wondering if you have figured out any trends having to do with double series noms. You know, Anne, I have. I went digging because I was curious like a cat. Uh, the other day, and I was so interested in how many nominees this go around have double nominations. For instance, in comedy writing, uh, you see Russian Doll having two episodes nominated in Nothing in the World is Easy and A Warm Body. In comedy directing, you have Barry double nominated for The Audition and Ronnie and Lily, as well as Mrs. Maisel nominated for All Alone and We're Going to the Catskills. Sign of strength, you would think. Sign of strength, except that a series hasn't won in directing after garnering more than one nomination since 2011. And the reason for that would be that you split the vote. You would think so. Um, the last time a series won in writing with more nomination was for 30 Rock. Uh, and that was its final season. Both of the episodes nominated, I believe, were 
either part of their hour-long finale. So that was sort of a special that was sort of a special case because the episode that won was the one that Tina Fey wrote. So if I was looking at a ballot and like, oh well, there's two Thirty Rock episodes on it. This Pick is the its one final with Tina season. Fey. Yeah, exactly. That makes perfect sense. So I don't know how much that is going to affect the situation with these nominees, but it, I think it's definitely something to keep in mind that the sign of strength isn't necessarily how it a, rolls a final out to advantage. Be. Exactly. Yeah. So what? The other thing that that I find interesting um, when you dig into Russian Doll, which is one of my favorite series, is is that I'm really shocked that Leslie Headland didn't get nominated. It's honestly upsetting to me, Anne, that she didn't get into that category, um, just because they they obviously felt very strongly about other about other shows garnering several nominations. Um, and this is another place where I have to, I really have to question the Television Academy's rules that at least one nominee has to go to a multi-camera sitcom. Um, because what is that Big Bang Theory nomination doing in there? It doesn't belong. It doesn't belong there. If you want to have, if you want to recognize multi-camera comedies, then have its own category for directing. But it feels very strange to me to mandate that someone has to be nominated there. And we miss a nomination for one of the most talented women directors we have working in television right now. She really exploded out of the box here. Right, and so when you do that, you're looking at a category where there are six nominees and one woman in Amy Sherman Palladino. Who's established. Exactly. And she's a star already. Right, right. So it's, it's, it's very strange. I'm not sure how to feel about this comedy directing category. It's a bit of a mess, and I don't. It 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 bothers me that Russian Doll isn't there. All right. Well, let's look. Let's look at the. Um, all right. So, where did the directing nomination for Veep go? Well, that was something I was wondering too, because didn't it have a lot of nominations had, in the past? Yeah, it it has been repeatedly nominated for best direct, um, best direction in comedy to the extent that in 2017, it had three of the nominations. But Veep never won that category, and this year didn't even get nominated. I don't know where that goes. I don't know what happened in comedy directing this year, but it was very strange. They really loved Barry. They really loved Mrs. Maisel. And and that's all there is to it. And I don't understand how with all of these, and you can look at these comedy nominees, with all of these great comedies like mind-bending comedies on television right now we have representatives for we have representatives from four different shows one of them is mandated to be there all right so if we take your theory and apply it to the comedy writing category and eliminate russian doll as a potential winner because it has two votes is barry going to be the winner fleabag pen 15 the Good Place or Veep? You know, I'm torn because this is, if, if you look at the directing nominees for Barry, you'll see that one episode was directed by Alec Berg, uh, one of the creators, the other is directed by Bill Hader. And they're both nominated for writing. Exactly. So if you give Barry the win there, both men 
get their Emmy. Not that anyone other than Oscar, than Emmy prognosticators think this way. I know that Barry is a very popular show. Yes. But Fleabag feels like the one that came on strong, but maybe it's a newbie, so it has to settle for a nom. I think I think Fleabag is the right way to go here. I think Pen15, um, the, the tiny little Hulu sh- show that got the single nomination in comedy writing, their nomination is their win, and they should be so happy with it. It's a great little show. Totally agree. I think Fleabag has all of the heat there. Um, I think and Fleabag... so does Gold Derby. Yeah. Gold I... Derby has Fleabag in the lead position and Veep following and yeah. then Barry. And that makes sense because what you have here is is this first dynamic episode of Fleabag season two written by Phoebe Waller-Bridge. It's a great way to recognize Phoebe Waller-Bridge uh, while acknowledging she's not going to win comedy actress because that award will go to Julie Louis-Dreyfus. Um and in second place, it does make sense that Veep is there. That was written by the, uh, the, the Veep showrunner, David Mandel, and also is the series finale. Um, Interestingly, Gold Derby on the directing side is, so I agree with you, because Phoebe Waller-Bridge, let's not put too fine a point on it, she's a star. Right. And she's a writer and a, and, and a Right. It's, and she does star. it all. She's, she's good. So, but so is Bill Hader. Right. So Bill Hader is the favorite to win for comedy directing. And that makes sense. Despite all of the words that I've spilled about the double nominations, that episode of Barry was remarkable and was something very, very special. Remind the, us what Ronnie Lilly was about. Uh, Ronnie Lilly is uh, with Barry is going out on to murder someone on a hired kill and um it appears that he has succeeded and then a young girl wanders in and then the young girl uh begins to kick his ass because she is trained in martial arts and things sort of devolve from there um so it is a very remarkable episode of television uh I think it it definitely made its mark. And I think for me, and I'm not sure what Gold Derby says, I think second place for me would again be Fleabag, but because that's directed by someone no one's ever heard of, because it's not Phoebe Waller-Bridge, it's it's Harry Bradbeer. It won't be him. No. It will be Mrs. Maisel. That's entirely possible too. Which, but I assume- edition. Really? Because that would be Daniel- Paladino and not Amy no, Sherman Paladino. Go with Amy, you're right about that. So that would yeah. be that's interesting. That's what that's what Gold Derby says for some reason. They say the Catskills. Yes, yeah, they do. Okay, that's what that one got a lot of attention. It did. It the show got Is a lot of attention when the Catskills. I wouldn't go that far. Mm-hmm. I always prefer the direction of Amy. So uh, that that's, that's not my professional so Gold opinion. Derby, they haven't taken that. I agree with you that they would be more likely to give it to her for all sorts of reasons. Yeah, I'm curious to see really how that she's really the driver of that show. She is. She is the, the creative genius behind a lot of their collaborations. Not to not to not to, to slag on Daniel, no, but I, I think that. Not that Amy intention. is really the heart of that show. The driver. The driver. Okay. Absolutely. So if we're going to go down on final ca- final vote here today, and it could change in a few weeks, but comedy series is going to go how? You know, I don't know. 
like I I know what my gut says. I don't know how far my gut gets me these days, but my gut says that that Fleabag has all the heat right now. Mm. Um, I definitely see the argument where it is Veep because of because it's always Veep. Um, You're saying it'll be definite. There's no way she doesn't win actress. No uh, there's way. no way Julia Louis Dreyfus she was Ill, loses. She's actress. Went in, she did. She's it. won every she's time. She's the trooper of all time. She's it. She's yeah. But the show itself could be beat by Barry. Could be beat by Mrs. Maisel or Fleabag. I don't think it's Fleabag though. I don't know. It's too new, and we love it, and it's hip, and it's part of our demo. Mm-hmm. We're writers. We're mm-hmm. we love witty British. Craziness, sure. but uh, that's not necessarily the entire academy, right? Oh, absolutely, absolutely, and I, I would agree with you that that is that is my gut. That is like I feel like if something's going to upset Veep, it's going to be that. I feel like it is weird. It would be strange to me for them to give it to Barry just because it's another HBO show. Um, Do they think in those terms? Uh, I think that the Television Academy has a fair amount of interconnected support if you are in hbo i think there are probably ways that you vote but i'm i don't have any information to support that i think it'd be very interesting but do they think oh mrs mazel is amazon and fleabag is amazon do they really think like that it's possible i wouldn't put anything past anyone but i i think that uh i don't know maybe not maybe they do so what Schitt's is Creek your, is in is bottom place. Good place is below as well. Russian Doll is, is this is just Gold Derby now. Mm-hmm. Gold Derby goes Veep, Barry, Maisel, Fleabag. That doesn't mean they're right. They're often That's wrong. That's entirely possible. They're often wrong. But, but th- those things make sense. Like, it would make sense. I would love it if Barry won. I'll be honest with you. I think Maisel has no heat at all. I don't know why. I just, I am not hearing anyone talk about it. Yeah, I'm with you there. Um, it feels like it came out three years ago. I think a cr- the crafts could do well, though. The crafts will do well. The crafts are unlike any other comedy on television. So they're, they're going to do great. We like period. Exactly. Love, love a period. Um, but yeah, I, I think this comedy series is hard to pin down. And that's very exciting when we were heading into a season where it seemed like if Veep nailed the landing it would be unbeatable on that note libby we are wrapping this up good way to go thanks so much Anne. this is the story of the one as a maintenance engineer he hears things differently to the untrained ear everything on his shop floor might sound fine but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping so he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.